Welcome to the Keith and Kelly Show. Today we have a very special guest, Sherry Tassoni. We're going to talk about all things title, and let's jump right into it because I'm sure uh, time is money, and we want to provide the most amount of value as we possibly can in the shortest amount of time. So let's get going. So Sherry, how about for the listeners, give us the Reader's Digest version of who you are and what you do and who you serve. Well, I am Shigeri Tassoni. I work with NFT, New Frontier Title. I am the Operations Manager. I have been handling title for 23 plus years, almost 24 years. Awesome. In the state of Florida. I've done some work in Louisiana, South Carolina, but um, more so my, my license is title. And who do you serve? Agents, lenders, um, buyer sellers, whether they have an agent or not, we pretty much serve the, the people who are purchasing a home or refinancing their home. Okay. And why is, these are going to be some very selfish questions for me because I, I'm curious of this. I believe that, you know, our audience as agents, as realtors, the more information and the more skill and the more knowledge that you have over all the areas, all the pieces to what makes up your business, the more information that you have and the more educated of a conversation that you can have for your clients, I think the better off. So there's going to be some questions here that I selfishly answer or ask because I want to know. And I think that our, our audience would like to know as well. So why is it important for an agent to know about the world of title and that's on the other end going this is one of those things that we just have to have and it's useless or what do you what do you say that I would say it's kind of like having insurance on your car insurance on your home it's similar in that aspect except for we cover things that have happened on title in the past so If you get in a car accident and you have car insurance, it's going to cover the current accident or things like that. But with title insurance, if you have a, your seller selling his home and maybe they failed to tell you about two mortgages on the property, didn't show up somehow, and then the buyers go to sell their property. When the buyers sell their property, this lien comes up. Well, you have a $95,000 mortgage on your property. What you're saying is that lien wasn't there. Though. That lien so, wasn't so there. So in other words, it wasn't it's, found. It's like a ghost mortgage or a ghost yes. lien. So if you, if, uh, by the way, I'm Keith. I'm, I'm Kelly's partner in the podcast. Hello, listeners. So Sherry, welcome as well. But so the, the title insurance looks in the past mm-hmm. for things that might have happened that mm-hmm. people don't know because people yes. do crazy things with the property. Absolutely. They'll, they'll deed things to the neighbor. Mm-hmm. They'll give them access, egress to something and say, you get 20 feet of my waterfront mm-hmm. to build a dock for your boat. Sometimes they record it. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes people mm-hmm. die before they get a chance Absolutely. to do it. Or maybe mm-hmm. they, they forget and they're getting old, right? Yes. Yeah, so title insurance pulls the whole background search on the property. And how it protects the buyer is if there was a lien that they didn't discover or find, then it's covered under your title insurance policy, meaning they'd have to go back and pay that satisfaction because it was never found during the time. So that's called a search, right? So when yes. they when they when you Absolutely. get title insurance, you're paying the title company a premium, a fee, right? Mm-hmm. Which is five dollars and like seventy five cents a hundred. Yeah. 
to do a search of the property so that, that the seller can give it's you have an advocate in your corner in case something goes That's wrong with the That's going to go to bat for the buyer or right. for the seller. Or for the as seller. Well. As, as long as the seller didn't do didn't something weird. Didn't commit fraud. Right, yes. didn't commit fraud. Just like anything in real Absolutely. estate, if you're an agent and you do something you goofy, fraud, you're, you're in trouble all over. Absolutely. Same thing with the seller. So, yes, title insurance protects both. We want to make sure that, I mean, a seller could be selling the property. And guess what? It could pop up a, there could pop up a satisfaction. This could, the seller could say, that's not mine. And it could have been missed when he bought the property. Right. So it's protecting both buyer and seller because the seller's stating, hey, that's not my lien. I didn't have this mortgage on my property. So that's where the seller's going to be protected as well because they'll go back and see what happened with that lien. Could have gotten missed before, but that seller's going to be covered. He's not going to have to pay that as long as he had title insurance on the property. What's the deal with open permits and, oh. um, and municipal liens and that kind of garbage? I mean, I know a lot of realtors write in the additional term section, mm-hmm. um, seller agrees to close out all uh, open, open permits because the as is Florida contract mm-hmm. does specifically says the seller does not have to close them out. Mm-hmm. They only have to cooperate with the, bo- with the, per- the person, mm-hmm. the buyer, right? So do title companies search... Liens, yes. Well, for open permits as yes. well. They do. We do. When we do, is there, they all do, or search? just New Frontier? What's the deal? Well, with that? New Frontier Title does. Right. I, I, we make it a requirement that even on cash properties, cash sales, whether there's lender financing, all lien searches are pulled, and it's actually a part of clearing title. Lien search, municipal lien to make sure there's no outstanding utilities, open permits, things like that. Because they're going to mark that as an exception, and they're not going to cover it. So the exceptions are the things that the title company covered. will not cover. Yes. And then if the buyer doesn't like those exceptions, they might not close. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Except for known exceptions like easements, like Florida yes. Power or Duke Energy or yes. things. They all love, they, they're fine. Mm-hmm. So when, they, when you get a survey, how do you tie the survey to title work? What's the deal with that? Well, we have to, because properties, especially if you have some, a property that's 100 acres, People may have sold off, the owners of that current property could have sold off a portion of that, say a quarter of the acre. Mm -hmm. So the underwriter is going to pull the property report. They're going to go back, do their search, which is what title insurance covers. They're going to do the search on the property. It could show up this, the whole entire portion. So they work with the surveyor to make sure you're getting the correct property you're not getting any less or any more than what the contract states. So they're connecting the dots between what the surveyors produce, which mm-hmm. is the, which is a, almost not a new legal description, but they take what the old legal was, they confirm that's the current legal with mm-hmm. all the meets and bounds or whatever method they're doing, and then they say that's the property. And then what do you do to ensure that survey? How do you connect that to the title policy? We send the title policy over to our underwriter who... Um, when we write the policy, it covers anything except for any easements, exceptions. Right. It will cover the legal um, description. It'll cover... So that's part of the legal is part, part of, the, of yes. the policy, which is really Absolutely. important because that's Absolutely. what they're buying, real property. Yes. And you got to know what you're buying. So yes. that's what the survey does. Okay. So if they, don't, if they don't get a survey, then you can't really... You, you how don't do you really issue a policy? know what you're buying. Right. So how you do you issue a know. policy? You don't know. The exception would be... No it's survey, like, absolutely. so not we're not guaranteeing what you're buying. Yes. Right. Say it again. What was that? A Florida Form 9 endorsement. That's why lenders require a Florida Form 9 endorsement because they want to make sure 
they're they're giving you a loan based on what you're actually purchasing and financing. So that endorsement's a, a little mini policy for the survey itself. Is mm -hmm. that like a little mini policy yes. within the policy to cover the survey? Absolutely. Right, and without the survey, mm -hmm. you can't do a, a Form 9 Florida endorsement. Form 9. Yeah. Yes, and some lenders will tell you, we don't need a survey. Well, we'll turn around and say, well, do you need a clear Florida Form 9? They'll say, absolutely, then you need a survey. Isn't that funny how yes. people within the industry don't know what they're the what they are. need they don't right and especially that's what, lenders that's what we talked about at the beginning the reason that you need to know what all the chess pieces do on the board as an agent is there's a lot of pieces that are moving around in this industry and if you know not everyone holds themselves to a high standard in this industry we we know that uh, to be true so you need to know those pieces Absolutely. for a couple of reasons one as an agent, you are using this relationship that you've built with a title company as a selling point to your potential prospects and your clients. Hey, we go and we serve and we go above and beyond and we serve with excellence and this is how we do it. And then they throw in the title and you're excellent, right? We, yes. this, they, you can position yourself as an expert by not speaking for the title company but using those selling points the reason that it's so beneficial to, to have a title company to your clients. Hey, we do this because we've seen things in the past that have ended in tragedy. You know, you can use those tragic stories. But again, as an agent, it's important to, one, get a relationship with your title company and understand what they do and ask them questions, take them to lunch, do what, you know, build yeah, that build know. that rapport. Right. Because, the, like we all have we said time and time again, this industry is about relationships and having those relationships with people that have the same goal again serving their clients with excellence so yeah love it so what does the what does the agent need to know like where should they start if they're like okay title insurance i kind of know what it is what where would they start to kind of broaden their knowledge base in my experience, every single time when I have reached out to someone in this industry, whether it be title, whether it be uh, appraisers, whether it be uh, loan, whatever, soup to nuts, mm -hmm. and said, hey, my man, I got a question. Can you help me? Every single time that person on the other end of the line has either said, yeah, absolutely, let me help you, or I can't help you right now. I'm busy. Let me call you back. Mm -hmm. Like This industry, I think more often than not, wants to help each other. We do. We all work together. Why not? I think, absolutely, because we got to bring the pieces together. We work with the agents. We, The agents, their buyer and sellers, we want to make our agents happy. The agents want to make their buyer and sellers happy. We want to make their lenders happy. Everyone wants to be happy at the end of the day. So why not work together and help each other out during the the transaction yeah you know, from start and, to finish and that 10 minute conversation that you and i are going to have mm -hmm. could save me absolutely a lot of money mm -hmm. a lot of embarrassment mm -hmm. my reputation and all a host of other things so well actually you know swallow what I your think, ego a little bit <laughs> I, th I think what's on agents minds when they get a contract is i want this thing closed with perfection and, and some people don't want to work in the title industry because mm -hmm. everybody's pointing their fingers at the title agent lender, listing agent, buyer's agent, to get my deal done. Right, Sherry? 
They Absolutely. want their deal we done. We for everything. Everything. So they have but a thing. But that's why we have to make sure. I'm sorry, Keith, I didn't need to no, interrupt. I just want to give you the lead. That's why complaint. we have to make sure we do dot our I's and cross our T's. And if that closing is going to be delayed, it's going to be delayed for a good reason. And Not because of NFT didn't their job, because, because the lender didn't give them the CD in time, because mm -hmm. they didn't give this closing disclosure because... Of the three-day, 72, 72 full hours, they have to have that CD out to their buyers. And if they didn't get it out to them within the 72 hours, then... Out it, to them and signed by them, right? Don't yes, they have to they sign have to it? Because they have to agree... It has to be signed by them 72 hours before mm -hmm. closing. And the rule, the TRID rule mm -hmm. in, for lenders is that that disclosure has got to say, it got to ma match what they gave the borrower at the initial loan application. Mm -hmm. They give them a loan estimate, right? That loan estimate, what do they call that now? It's the truth in lending, right? The yeah. TILA? Yeah. But it's part of TRID rules, right? Mm -hmm. they, it's got to match it. And if it doesn't match it when they go to close the deal, they have to either eat the difference if mm -hmm. it exceeds a, a variance of 10 of 10 mm -hmm. points or 10 percent of the original quote and if it's not they have to have the conver hard conversation with the borrower get them to agree and then resend the mm -hmm. cd for them to sign again it's it quite is. the process it is. so when they're waiting ever all the agents want clear to close to get paid mm -hmm. they want clear to close which means cd assigned right it's clear to yes. close comes once the cd signed and those magic words three words clear to close you're Meantime, on the hot we're seat. We're still working. Yeah. Because everyone's waiting on us. And even though that trid went out, they do have that percentage range that they have to be within when they send it out to them. That doesn't mean we've balanced our CD with the lender, nor have we received a package. So, so how do you work that out? What's the deal? How's so, that happen? So when after that happens, they they get our fees. It's called a prelim. We send to the lender all of our fees, what we have so far. We give them that information. They incorporate it with their cost. They send that out to their buyers for closing. Then they will send us, next, the lender will send us their fees, their CD, and then we'll take that CD, we'll match the fees, we'll balance, our bottom line has to match what theirs is, and that's where we get the fees, the amount that the buyer has to bring for closing, what the seller is going to get back, we send that out. And we could still be waiting on closing. Closing could be scheduled. And because all of this information has sent out, we've balanced the CD with the lender, we're still waiting on a closing package. We're at the mercy of the lender. So it looks like everything's on us. Might have buyers sitting out in the waiting room, sellers ready to close today. But we still don't have a package from the lender. So, I mean, these days lenders have been pretty good about getting these packages over to us. But there are, very, there are still... A few lenders that get us those closing packages the the minute we're supposed to be signing which mm -hmm. causes for a lot of mistakes too so if everyone uh, let's put a bow on this and say <laughs> if we're all if you're listening to this podcast the chances are very good that you're trying to level up your skill level up your business uh, growth mindset mm -hmm. type of people that's what our audience is it, for those that are listening, what's a couple of things that they can do to help move this process along as far as title is concerned? Like, Good what, question. what do good. you see people like, man, I wish they would do this, or I wish they wouldn't do this, or any, anything? You're talking about agents, Kevin. Yes, right? yeah, yeah. For sure. So, what do you want from agents to do better to help your role go better? Do they have well, anything to do with what you're doing over there at Title? Well, I mean, absolutely. We need to know, agents, if there's an HOA on the property, estoppels take sometimes minimum of 10 business days to get to us. 
So any information, the more information the agents can get for us about the property, if there's an, if you're paying a monthly association dues, most people who own their property know whether they're paying association dues. So if the agents can work with their, if they're a listing agent, they can work with the sellers um, to get that information up front, that helps us. If they're a selling agent with their buyers, if there's a lender, go ahead and pass that contact information along so the lender's not in the dark trying to figure out, okay, who's the title agent? Who's closing this file? So I think it's just, if everybody kind of works together, um, it just makes for a smooth closing. Transaction coordinator is better to work with than agents without transaction coordinators. Do you know that, do you think that's better to have a, a sole person as opposed to the agent that's running around with buyers and sellers? And I, I think most agents have transaction coordinators and a lot of them do, but but then again, the ones that don't seem to be on the ball because they do. yeah, because they're say, watching their P's and Q's too, right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, they are. They are. Who pays for titles? So we know Miami Dade Broward, Sarasota Collier, mm-hmm. by protocol, it's Buyers. buyer, mm-hmm. and then all, all other, the other counties, it's seller pays for title. But that's just protocol. Yes, so, it can be changed in the contract. Right. Yes. So when you're an agent, this is like for the mm-hmm. we're speaking to agents here. Mm-hmm. This is our audience, right? So when you get a, a seller that says, well, I'm not paying doc stamps in the deed, I'm not paying title, you can just, you can, with a buyer. You can negotiate it exa- in the contract. Exactly. Yes. So the message is, protocol or not, mm-hmm. all Every fees are negotiable. negotiable. And they really are negotiable. They are. Because when you're talking back and forth about price and who's paying title, who's mm-hmm. paying doc stamps, That's why a lot of these negotiable. other vendors, I'm going to tell you, Fannie Mae, for one, they don't allow their... Um, their seller on a foreclosed property to pay dock stamps to pay certain fees so the buyer has to incorporate a lot of those costs which is in the contract and that's why they write those in the contract. and that would be an agreement Absolutely. as opposed to maybe a contract mm-hmm. it's just they it, like agreement. a builder is an mm-hmm. agreement Absolutely. because it's not a, a, a bilateral agreement it's it's somebody set those terms which Absolutely. is it's my agreement you can sign it like mm-hmm. a HUD, a HUD mm-hmm. or a builder, Pulte Homes or DR Horton. Those are agreements. Yeah. Everybody's paying what fees right. they want to pay. Mm-hmm. Unlike the FAR bar contract, They're it kind right. of sets it up, but you can change it any way you want to change mm-hmm. that. You can change anything. Everything's negotiable. Absolutely. What is not negotiable is we would love for you to share this with someone in your network. Someone in your network needs more information about title. They also need someone who can guide them through the process, who has a very good understanding, who serves their clients with excellence, and that's why we brought Sherry on the, on the show today. So before we let you go, Sherry, tell everyone how to get in contact with you. If they need more information, where would they go? What's your website? Um, our website's www.newfrontiertitle, that's N-E-W-F as in Frank, R-O-N as in Nancy, T as in Tom, I-E-R, title, T-I-T-L-E dot com. So it's www.newfrontiertitle.com. Our phone number, you can reach us toll free at 1-877-544-6447 or any of our local offices. We have an office in Tampa, St. Petersburg, and Lake Penasofke. Yeah, and that's what I would invite you to do. Uh, as the restrictions with the pandemic start to open up, please be safe. But 
let's get out and see people in person and build those connections and ask your questions and again take them to lunch and that's the way that businesses run that's the way that businesses grow that's the way we help each other out so again share this with someone in your network someone in your network needs this in their life uh, and we'll catch you in the next show thanks thank, thank you. you so that was Kelly from the Moser movement and I'm Keith Gordon from Ultra Realty and thank you for listening and we'll see you in the next podcast that's it